Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello. I am the author of the book, Six Months to Live, Making Each Day Matter, and host of the podcast, Making Each Day Matter, together with my co-host, Carrie Butler, who is the owner of the Emergency Cafe, which is an emergency preparedness company based in Los Angeles, California, and where you can get all of your emergency preparedness needs. We are here today to talk about just how we have been able to use our greatest teachings and quotes that we use to manifest our best life. And we're going to share some of that to you with you today. We're so happy to be back in the studio. It's been a long break. And Carrie, welcome. Good morning, my dear. Good morning. So excited to be back on the radio. It has been a journey for me in the last couple of weeks. Those of you that know me well know this truth. And being on the radio, which is very live and spontaneous, um, has been difficult. So Carrie and I took a little break, but we're back. We're going to be taking uh, every other week this summer. Uh, We have some guests coming up. We have Carrie Styers on the 27th. Look for that. And we are letting you live your life while we go out and live our best life this summer. So we're super excited about that. And today I'm going to start the show with a quote from Wayne Dyer for our Wayne Dyer Wednesday. And this is what it says. When you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice because that's what's inside. The very same principle is true about you. When someone squeezes you, puts pressure on you, what comes out is what's inside. And if you don't like what's inside, you can change it by changing your thoughts. And this lends to a really important conversation about how our thoughts really create the life that we're living. And wow, I know, I don't such, know. Yeah, that's such a good quote. Right. And, you know, uh, you and I have had many conversations, but one of the things about thoughts and, um, is the thought train. And how I learned how one thought can link to another thought that links to another thought. And before you know it, you have a full-blown movie scene of a life that's not even true. Because we project our fears and we project our, our desires and they kind of mix together. And then we're like, oh, but I can never get this. Oh, or, you know, this is happening. So really the work that I've been doing lately is when I am in this down-the-rabbit-hole thought train, I stop the train and I get off and I go to something else. So it's been really important for me to recognize where my thoughts are taking me and, you know, monitoring how I feel about that. Yeah. Well, and it's about beliefs, right? I want to, so, you know, I listen to Abraham every day, every day. Everybody's (laughs) out there. Every, let's just say this. Yes. Every day. So I love when I, um, like I put in, you know, like Abraham Hicks, 2018. And so there's a whole bunch of new stuff that's out that's on YouTube right now. And there's a new story that Abraham is telling about Esther. And I have to say, like, one of the things that I love so much is when Abraham refers to Esther and tells a story, because I don't know about you, but like, for me, it's like, I always think that Esther has it completely together. And for the most part, she does, but it's just, reassuring to hear that like she has you know she has thoughts and stuff like that too so the newest story that 
um, Abraham is telling is about how Esther was at her um, Southern California house down in um, like the La Jolla area. And she hadn't, she hadn't been there for a while and there were a lot of rains and she has her desk placed in such a way that it overlooks the outside and she can see the ocean. Anyway, she realized that she couldn't see the ocean. And what was happening was there were these trees on her property that were blocking her view. So the gardener was there like later on in the afternoon and, or, or in the morning, and she went down to talk to the gardener and said, you know, I would love for you to just like cut these trees so that I can see. And her property backs up, so she shares a ravine with another property. So her ravine is like halfway, and then this other property is another halfway. Anyway, to make a long story short, um, he, the, you know, the, um, gardener was like, yes, no worries. And she was like, you know, don't cut anything that's like not on my property. And I don't really know where the line is, but, and he's like, don't worry about it. I know what you mean. I know what you want. I got it. So she goes out to lunch with a friend of hers and they go shopping and, um, they come back. No. So, so something happened and she, she looked at the, I guess she was out or something. And then she came back and said, she looked out and she saw the ocean, but she also saw these two tree stumps that were like farther off. And she thought, Oh my gosh, cut down these trees that are not on my property. And she was freaking out, right. Thinking, Oh my gosh, what did I do? Like, I never meant to like ruin this, this person's landscape and was just like freaking out. And so she had this imagining in her mind about what was happening. Anyway, she goes out to lunch with a friend. She takes him down to this area and shows, she's like, look what happened. Like, look what I did. And he looks at her and he's like, Esther, what are you talking about? Like, you didn't, this gardener didn't do this. Like, this has been here, you know. But in her mind, she had like totally ruined the landscape of this other guy. She had, um, she had created a scenario in her mind where she was going to go talk to this man and say like, I'll do whatever it is. Like she brought her checkbook with her. Like, okay, like I'm just going to, you know, I mean, I'm paraphrasing the story, but the whole point is, it's like, it's the belief, right? It's the belief about what happened and the perception of it. And the truth is, is that all that happened was the gardener cut down some trees so that Esther could see. But when he cut down the trees, there were other things that Esther could see that she couldn't see before. Oh my God. Right. That's so perfect. And she was tripping. Like, I mean, tripping, like it's, I'm sure that I've sent you the recording with that story. Um, But so that's like kind of like the newest, funnest thing. And it's just about the beliefs of what happened and your perception and, Anyway. Yeah, so, and we all yeah. have a different perception of the same situation. You know, I've always been an advocate that the truth has three sides, your version, my version, and the truth, and mm-hmm. because of our perceptions. But what I think about belief and what I shared with you yesterday and what I have been really, you know, sort of working with is that when we want something to happen or we want something, we go to a First, we go to a place of, oh, I hope this happens. And then, you know, you're hoping, you're hoping, you're hoping. And then that gets you to the next level, which is I have faith that this is going to happen. I trust that this is going to happen. And then 
you get to a place that you know it's going to happen. And when I heard Esther also, Abraham, say, it's a knowing. And once you have the knowing, then it's all then it happens. Like, that's it. Like, you don't have to go, gosh, I hope it happens, or, oh, I'm going to believe that it happens. It, it happens. And once yeah. I change that mind frame to knowing what my truth would be, knowing what situation I would create, knowing that I have the power to create pretty much anything, because, I mean, if anyone's living proof, I am. And uh, it really just shifted something for me because I was living in this sort of place of hope and despair. And, and it wasn't serving me, and it was actually hurting me. So then when I went, nope, I know the truth. I know what's going to happen. I know how it's going to be. I know what this is. I know what that is. It alleviated the pressure of hoping something's going to happen. It was really an interesting shift for me. I'm so glad you had that. And for all of us, you know, like, you know, I mean, I've been in that despair place as well, and, you know, you, you just have to trust and you have to believe. And then the universe, like I remember um, Abraham saying, somebody said something about raising their vibration. And she was like, do you understand, like, when you raise your vibration, like, that's how the law of the universe works. Like, that yeah. the universe has to meet you there. Like, it's not like, yes. well, maybe they will or maybe they won't. It's like, no, no, no. That's how the law of attraction works. It has to meet you there. So, like. Yeah. So the wherever you are, that's where the universe is going to meet you. So let's just keep going higher. And um, anyway, it's just, you know, it just makes me smile because I know. And, you know, talking about the things that, that help us, it's like I, I really know that I am the creator of my own universe. Like I get it. I get the concept. I know it. And so, you know, it's like you and I talked this morning about, like a little hiccup that I got this morning, a little email. And it's like, okay, well, well, let's, all right. So obviously I did that somewhere. (laughs) So let's just, you know, change that. And uh, anyway, it's it's fun. I had a very interesting man. Well, it is fun. It's fun to watch because when it happens, you're like, wow. And so I know that I had a shift um, the other day. I basically told the universe, okay, we're good here with this situation, and I'm ready to start rebuilding my life from from this point, which was a pretty low point that I had been in. And, and, you know, it's a long story, but literally within one hour of saying, that's it, we're moving forward now, we're not concentrating on fighting the old, but we are going to concentrate on bringing forth the new. And within one hour, I got a call that I have a new car coming my way, a beautiful BMW <laughs> that is yeah. amazing. And it happened within one hour of me proclaiming, I'm ready. I'm ready to move forward. Because, you know, a lot of situations you're kind of on, what do you, I, a wobble, I think, is like, you know, you have one foot in one side of your life and one foot in the other. And it's like uh, Nancy Levin calls it the space between no longer and not yet. And it's a not comfortable place to sit because, you know this is over, but you don't know what's coming down the pike, and so you're going, oh, and you're sitting in the middle of some, some situations that you just have no control or you don't know what's going to happen. But you do have to stand up and proclaim and take charge of your own life. And for me, proclaiming that this was the end of that situation and that I was ready to move forward in my life for whatever, you know, supposed to be for me, the universe 
like you said, just kind of met me and was like, okay, she needs a car. Now she needs a house. Now she needs a this. Now she needs a that, you know. And I see how the steps are just going to flawlessly just create the life that I'm going to be living, you know. So I, I was really excited to see a shift. Yeah. So I quickly. I love that. So quickly. Yeah. And, you know, um, one of the other things that really helps me is uh, not worrying about the how. Yeah. Because that's not our business, right? I mean, you don't know when the phone's going to ring and somebody's going to say, hey, I have this car for you, you know. Or, you know, every moment is a different moment and every day is a different day and you just never know what's going to happen to make those things happen. So, and trust is a big word, right? Trust is a big word that, that all of this plays into, the word trust. Right. So. So last night I was, uh, you know, Rebecca Barecki, if you haven't heard of her, she has a podcast a couple back on the podcast list. She's the author of You Have Four Minutes to Change Your Life, and she is an amazing inspiration and meditation teacher. So I was, she had posted a few quotes that I just thought were so cool. And let me just get my phone open here so I can read it. This one says, speak what you seek until you see what you said. Oh, that's, yeah. Speak it's like acting as if, right? you see what you said. In other words, exactly. You keep going. You just speak what you want. I want a new car. I'm having a new car. I'm getting a new car. The car is coming. I see it. I see it. Speak what you seek until you see it, what you said, until it manifests. And so you never waver from that moment of what it is that you want because it will manifest. I, I'm a firm believer. Firm believer. And so uh, that was one quote she had. And then another quote she said, um, this was a really interesting quote. It says, if you have a rock in your shoe, you don't just keep walking in it. You stop, you pull over, and you deal with it. But often we don't do that with our emotions. And that really hit me because I know that I have the ability inside to stoically move on. Like I can just suck it up put my emotions aside, this isn't happening, and forge forward. But I don't think that that's the best thing anymore. Like I used to believe that that was an easier way to deal with life's challenges, but I think now I've learned that I have to sit in my emotions. I have to recognize what they are. I have to feel all my feelings. I have to tell the microscopic truth to myself about what's going on, and then I have to deal with it. Because putting things aside or sucking it up or tolerating situations that don't serve you, they really block the goodness that's going to come into your life. So dealing with your emotions as they happen, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm, you know, is the ticket to authentic living and and having a good life. Sucking it up and walking forward without expressing your emotions is only going to hold you back. And I learned oh, that. Absolutely. Yeah, I really learned that lesson. Got to, got to, got to deal with it in the moment. You can't, you can't move on without dealing. And uh, that reminds me of another lovely quote from Eckhart Tolle, and he says, which I love this one. Let me see if I can find it. Um, the past has no power over the present moment. And so if you are living in the present, 
you're no longer thinking about the past or, you know, what, what happened to you, your story. Like, this is just where I'm at today. And I'm a big proponent of that, that thinking. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, and it's not even, it's like, it's in the moment moment, right? It's like everything yeah. is, you know, everything is okay right now. Like right now, like I'm breathing. I have a roof over my head. Like, let's just take it moment by moment because that's the now. The moment by moment is the now. Yeah, yeah and, so. and the past is like completely unchangeable. So even an hour ago, what was happening is, is you cannot go back and change that hour. So why do we yeah. often live in those past moments, or, you know, especially if they're past moments that caused us grief? And we often do that when if we just, like I just, again, it's like the secret to change, this is a quote by Socrates, the secret to change is not fighting the old, but bringing forth the new, concentrating on the new. And so that's the same theory. Like you can't go back and, and look back and go, oh, if only I'd done that well, that's not going to get you anywhere. Now I know in the future, I'm only going to do that. You know, it's about future. Doesn't that blow, yeah, and doesn't it blow your mind? Like that quote was from freaking Socrates, right? I mean, Socrates, like this, this stuff, like this, I want, like this shit has been going on forever and like people knew it and like at this moment, like I was just, it's so funny because I was feeling so grateful for all of the teachers that I have in my life. And then you read that quote yeah. from Socrates and it's just like, oh my God, these teachers have been on this planet forever. And like, wow, that is yeah. remarkable and beautiful and mind blowing. I love that. Yeah. Because here's the thing. It's like, what? Like, like Abraham says, like, you know, the past is like, actually in, in what they call the manifestations of like the now that what we see, it's like chewed gum that we, that all the flavor is gone from. It's like, it's already happened. You know, it's like, it's in the past. And so, yeah. and there are things. Oh, good analogy. I love that. Right. And there are good, love, there, yeah. there are things that we have had happen to us in the past. And the only reason that we think that they are continuing is because we keep thinking that thought we keep believing that we are not worthy or we keep thinking I'm never going to find the right person or, or whatever it is that you know people are thinking um and you it's just it, it really is so easy I mean I let me take this it's so easy to change your thought right like the concept is so easy but within us it's hard because we have had these other thoughts and these other beliefs for so long. But if we can just really believe that it is a, like, it's just, we, we have to just believe that we can change our lives. And it's like, okay, I'm yeah. just not going to think that thought anymore. I'm going to think this thought. Yeah. You, yeah, you have to change your thoughts. So the other thing I want to talk about is uh, we had a guest on our show named Robin Wiley and she wrote a book called My Happy Book, A Guided Journal for Life of Your Life. She sent me a copy of it. Um, I'm going to do a quick review for her. But it couldn't have come at a better time for me because it's a book about really getting to know 
what's true for you. And then in, in also in the book, she gives you affirmations. So in this one chapter, which I really love, this was her present and future, it's called. Here's some affirmations that she uses that I think will help everyone. So she says, and when you're doing an affirmation, it's always an I statement. So I am, I this, I that, you know. So, so here's, here's a few that really on making your best life. I stay connected to the present moment and feel excited for the future. Every year I become stronger and wiser. I make every year the best year of my life. I do what I need to do every day to make my highest visions for my life a reality. I hold a vision in my mind of what I most want in life, and I am constantly guided by this vision. I am grateful for every day I am alive. I stay connected to the peace within me. I know that I am deserving of joy, love, abundance, and all the good things in life. Love that. Wow. Yeah. She's one of my favorite guests. The book is called uh, My Happy Book, A Guided Journal to Light Up Your Life. And if you guys, if you're listening, you go back a few podcasts. She was um, one of our podcast guests. And I'll I'll tell you, she was one of my favorite. You know, I say this about all of them because I love them all so much. But she was one of my favorite because uh, I'm a real proponent that asking yourself the questions it allows you to no longer unthink it, you know. So if you have a question, like she'll say, like in her book, she'll say, you know, which experiences in my adult life have most helped to make me a stronger, kinder, better, wiser person? So once you understand and you write those down, you know those and you don't get to unthink them. So I I love her book because it asks you questions and, and you have to get the answers and then you have the answers, you don't get to unthink them. My book's the same way. It's like you get, once you answer the question, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't go back and pretend that doesn't exist for me, you know? Right, because now you know. Yeah. You can't unknow what you know. Yeah, and, there's, and here's something that, you know, on the lines of my own book, um, Six Months to Live, Make Any Day Matter, she asks questions in her book. It is most important to me that I blank before I die. If I were to die today, would I have any regrets? And if I would have regrets, what can I do differently starting today? And those are super powerful questions because you have to look at, you know, I'm a a huge proponent for if you only had six months to live, how would you be living? And, you know, I, I think I've talked about this before, but I find it fascinating because I've had people say, have you read your own book? Do you, you know, do you even listen to yourself lecture? like, I'm human. You know, we know this stuff and we can preach this stuff because I'm pretty good at saying, oh, I know the answer here. Doesn't always mean I can do it. So I, like anyone else, need constant reminders of how to live my best life, even though I wrote a book on how to do that. So I always know, is this going to matter in a year? Is this going to matter in six months? Is this going to matter at all? Can I let this go? Can I drop that orange? Can I find peace in this turmoil? Can I forgive someone who's hurt me? You know, I pray every day for the people who hurt me because it's the only way I get through. I pray every day for them. And I, and I think that people are going to hurt us whether they do it consciously or whether they do it subconsciously or whether they're 
malicious or whether they're just being who they are, uh, you know, like, you know, openly malicious, but we can't let that affect us. And so you have to just say, you know, I pray for the people who hurt me because I want to remove their hurt from my body. It's really helpful. Yeah. Really helpful. You know, I so God, I can't remember what I was reading, but um, it was about this person was talking about forgiveness and they were talking about, um, they were look, like uh, comparing it to like a chain. And so what their, what their concept was, was that if you don't forgive that person, you still have a chain, like you're connected mm-hmm. to that person. So she did mm-hmm. like this thought where it was like, you take a, a, a big freaking chain cutter and you cut that chain and let them go. It, it, you know, it's not about like what you did was okay and all that stuff, but you just have to like be like the energy has to be severed literally, you know, like from that situation so that the chain, so the connection is still not there because there's like an energetic connection yeah. as well. Yeah. And if you can do that, like oh, that's yeah. freedom, man. That is freedom. Yeah, freedom. And freedom is, uh, you know, well, is there anything better than freedom, feeling free from, from no. any situation? No. That's bringing you down, Nothing. you know, freedom from that. I mean, we all know it. We've all been there. We've all had those situations in our life where we were like, Rah! but uh, when you are free from them, they always go in the past, and you're past, they're past them. Again, life is meant to be lived, uh, learned backwards but can only be lived forward. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, oh, that's a good like one. It. Yeah, life like is that. understood backwards but can only be lived forward. And so you have to just take the lessons, take the knocks, take the good, take it, and just go, okay. I wake up every day and I say, thank you for another day. I say the serenity prayer because I know there's things that I can't control or things that I can't change. And I move forward and I get up and I meditate and I put one foot in front of the other. And I get, you know, recently my life just completely exploded in ways that I could not have imagined. I couldn't have written the script the way it went down. At the same time, I get up every day and take one step off my bed and the next one and I go and look in the mirror and I say, you're a beautiful being no matter what anyone thinks of you. And, And I move forward. Because it's the only thing I know to do to get through. You've got to just get back up on this. I always think of Top Gun. I don't know if you all remember, you know, I'm aging myself, but <clears throat> the movie Top Gun, there's a crash and his best friend is killed in a, in a plane accident. And that's it for him. He's not flying again. And uh, Tom Skerritt was the, was the head pilot of the, of the Navy. And he says to, to one of the guys, he says, get him back up in the air. And he has to go back up and fly because he has to get past that fear that something else is going to happen. And it's such a powerful point in that movie. And, and that, that one little scene never slipped by me that it's like, got to get back up on the horse. You have to go ride that horse again when he bucks you off. You have to. Mm. Yeah, that, that's true. That is really true. Um, So you want to pull some cards? Yeah, so we're getting towards the end. We just had a 30-minute show scheduled for today. And where are my cards? So 
OMG, here they are. So I received a beautiful deck in the mail from a friend, shout out Ryan, and he sent me, uh, he knew I was going through a really hard time, and you know, I'm a firm believer that when angel cards are gifted, like they're meant for you, you know, like, I was so surprised. That's so nice. It was so sweet. So he sent me Doreen Virtue's Ascended MasterCard. And so for all of our listeners, I just want you to sit today and think about a situation in your life that might be troubling you or you're needing some clarity and you're needing an answer for it. And this card's going to be for all of us. I know what mine is, and I am going to be here. Here we go. Detach from drama. (laughs) (laughs) You know I love that advice. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that. It's called the drama detachment. Yeah, if anybody's interested. Uh, Okay. So it says, you have been drawn into the upsetting world of human egos by focusing upon a drama. Although it's nothing more than a story, the drama feels frightening to you. This card comes to you as a helping hand in finding your way out of the story by detaching from the drama. Don't get pulled into the various plots, the twists, the turns, and the characters of the drama. Instead, view it as a movie that you know will have a happy, or at least resolved, ending. Of course, you'll have compassion for everyone involved, yet you don't have to let drama pull you down in any way. As you focus upon the positive, you can bring about a positive resolution. Let go of attempts to make everyone happy. Allow others to make their own choices in life. Don't delay your life's purpose by focusing upon other people's issues and avoid gossiping about or judging others. Well, that couldn't have been more perfect for me personally, and I hope that that's helped somebody else out there in the Best Life Cafe world. (laughs) I am telling you. So, um, okay, so shout out to our beautiful Carrie Stiers. She shared Mm -hmm. a new deck that she got um, called Work Your Light Oracle Cards from Rebecca Campbell. And they were Mm -hmm. so gorgeous that I literally ordered them immediately. Like, it was just like, I have to have them. And so Mm -hmm. um, as I I was shuffling and as I was talking about, like, cutting the energy and stuff I pulled this card it's called protection and it Mm -hmm. says call back your power cut the cords soul retrieval you are being called to protect your energy and call back your power may all the lost pieces return home now take a look at who and what drains your energy and do not keep your tabs open shut down energetically each night Energetic cords are formed between people, places, objects, and events, so it's important to keep checking in. Your energy and energetic space are sacred, so treat them as such. Love that. Keeping your energy clear takes work. As we go through life, we can give away our power, so it is important that we call it back by cutting energetic cords or doing some form of healing known as soul retrieval. Can you think of a traumatic event, relationship, or soul memory that you are being called to call back your power from? Check into your body now and see which chakra feels like it needs a bit of energetic cleanup. I love this. And then there's even like a little bit of work on it. So it's like hold the card on the chakra or chakras that need clearing and repeat the following. I call back any any lost soul fragments, power, or light now. 
any vows, soul contracts, hexes, or programs from the past or present, from this life or others that are not in the highest good of all. I relinquish this now. Any power or light that I have willing or unliving or excuse me, or unwillingly given away or had taken from me, I call back now. Any cords or attachments from the life of others, I release now for the highest good of all. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Amen to that. Yeah. It's interesting that we were talking about cutting the cords. It's, uh, you know, for our listeners, you can go to YouTube and put in cord cutting, and you will get so many different meditations to help you let go of people or things that are no longer serving you. And it's a powerful exercise. Uh, you know, I live for YouTube meditations. They get me through. They get me through. I know, me too. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And really, I just want to, you know, close today by saying thank you to all our listeners. I hope that you will subscribe, rate, and review our podcast Share it on social media. You can find me, Kathy Anello, on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Kathy Anello. You can visit my website, www.kathyanello.com. You can find Carrie Butler on Instagram or Facebook. You can also find her at the www.emergencycafe.com where she has a plethora of information on really how to keep your life and your family safe. And we are so appreciative of our listeners, and gratitude is the key to everything. So we just want to give a huge shout-out. Thank you so much. Carrie, much love to you. Love you, sweetheart. And I just want to say thank you as well for listening, to um, everybody. And a shout-out to SoCal. You guys, it's fire season. We had a huge fire and a really big scare in Benedict Canyon today, or yesterday, rather. Oh, my God. So I didn't hear about that. reach out if you want to get prepared. That's really important. And I'm just sending and a whole bunch of aloha still to the big island because we still have that volcano going on. So... Just be kind and be kind to each other, you guys. Just be kind. Yeah, just be kind. So, sending you so much love and aloha. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye.